Welcome to Witness, a ministry of Covenant Presbyterian Church in Jackson, Mississippi. Join us in person for worship each Sunday at 9.30 a.m. For more information about Covenant, including discipleship and mission opportunities, visit us at www.covenantpresjackson.org. In the beginning, there was God, only God, the almighty, infinite, eternal, triune God, one God who exists in three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And it pleased God in the beginning to create. There was nothing. And God said, God spoke into the nothing. God spoke into the quiet, into the stillness. And at the sound of his voice, creation came to be. Through his word, God formed the light and filled it with the sun, moon, and stars. He formed the earth and sky and see, he formed mountains, rivers, valleys, streams. He formed trees, flowers, plants, and he filled them with birds, fish, and animals. God created male and female, man and woman, in his own image, after his own likeness. There was nothing. God spoke, and creation came to be. It was teeming with life and activity and change. There was color and texture and movement and sound and growth. And in the midst of it all, God entered into stillness. Quiet. On the seventh day, God rested. And not that he was tired, not that he was weary, not that he needed a nap. Rather, his work of creation was complete, finished, accomplished. And on the seventh day, God ceased from his labor. He rested, and God blessed the seventh day. He made it holy, which, which means set apart, distinct. Nothing else in all of creation was designated holy by God. Nothing else in all of creation was set apart by God. Only the seventh day. And it is set apart for you holy for you, a gift for you. God gifts you rest. Do you hear that? God gifts you rest. Do you believe that? God gifts you rest. 
created in the image of God, formed in the likeness of God. You are to reflect him, represent him. And one way is the weekly rhythm of work and rest. To observe a holy time to cease your labor, your work, your striving, to enter stillness, quiet, in imitation of your Creator. And not only is this gift of rest embedded in creation itself, it's also included in the law. It's included in the Ten Commandments. The Fourth Commandment states this, Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall do not do any work. God has given you six days to labor. Six days to fulfill your calling and one to cease, one to rest, to enter stillness. Quiet. Now, some of you are probably thinking, well, that, that sounds wonderful. I want to live that rhythm. I want to enter into rest, stillness, quiet. But it's hard. You try, you fail, you feel guilty, and then you start the cycle over again. Some of you are thinking, that sounds wonderful. But it's impossible. You don't know my life. You don't know the demands. You don't know my kid's schedule. It never stops. When I have time, I'm just trying to catch up. When I have time, I'm just trying to get ahead. It can, it can be a stretch to even make it here on Sunday. Some of you are thinking, that sounds wonderful. And I'm living it every single day. Retirement is good. School is out for the summer. Well, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're old or young or middle-aged. It doesn't matter if you're a student or if you're working or if you're retired. It doesn't matter if you're single or if you're married. It doesn't matter if you're a parent or a grandparent or childless. Life is busy. Your life is busy. And you find ways to fill your time. Work can be demanding. You have so many responsibilities. You have so many that you're responsible for. And for some of you, it really is labor, drudgery. You feel like you're stuck. School can be demanding. You, you, you feel that pressure to make the grade. You feel that pressure to stand out. And if it's not work or if it's not school, you, you fill your time with activities, activities for you, activities for your family, whether it's travel or sports or entertainment or projects or service, you're busy. And the world around you is busy. It's teeming with life. The seasons never stop. The weather never stops. The, the, the created order is constantly changing and growing and producing. 
the world around you is busy. News feeds never stop. Social media never stops. Streaming never stops. Communication never stops. And unless you turn them off, notifications on your phone never stop. The pace of change in our culture never stops. Politics, technology, even language. Your life and the world around you busy. Well, how about your heart? Even if your life is not that busy, your heart can be. Is your heart restless within you? Is it full of, full of worry, full of anxiety? Is it full of fear, sorrow, struggle? chaos. God gives you rest, holy rest, stillness, quiet. Receive it. Practice it, which, which, means, which means it may need to be a discipline. You may have to make it a discipline in your life. You may have to say no. You may have to leave some things undone. You may have to leave some things incomplete. You may have to start small, small. And there may be some days that it doesn't work. Rest. It's a gift, but, but here's why it's a gift. It's a gift because God knows. He knows the busyness of creation. He knows the busyness of life, and he knows you. He knows your life. He knows your work. He knows your hours. He knows your days. He knows your heart. And he knows that in the midst of the busyness of life, in the midst of the busyness of your life, he knows in the midst of the restlessness of your heart, you might overlook him. You might miss God. He knows, he knows that your, your calendar or what is around you or what is within you can become your sole focus, your sole priority. And in the midst of that sole focus, sole priority, God can fade, disappear into the background. You don't think of him. Life is busy. Life is full. You don't think of God. And when you suffer, when you struggle, when you face loss, you feel lonely and abandoned and you wonder, where is God? Why is he not here? Where there's more to rest than just rest. The rest that God gives has purpose. The rhythm that God's, God creates has purpose. Rest, quiet, stillness offers time. Holy time. It creates space to look to the God who created. To place your gaze, your focus, your attention on him. Not your calendar. Not what's going on in your life. 
Not what's going on around your life, not what's going on in your heart, but on God. The one in whose image you are created. Rest acknowledges that life does not depend on your activity, on your work, on your striving. Rest acknowledges that your life does not depend on your activity, your work, your striving. Rest acknowledges that your life is in God's hands. He created you. He gifted you with life. He gifted you with abilities. He gifted you with relationships. He gifted you with time. And the world is in God's hands. He created it. He ordered it. He filled it. He holds it together. And he also entered it. The God of creation did not simply remain enthroned above his creation, remote, aloof, inaccessible. He entered it. He was born in a stable in Bethlehem. Jesus, the son of Mary, Jesus, the son of God. And Jesus breathed the air that he created. He walked upon the ground that he formed. And he served. When the cries of the blind man reached him, Jesus stopped. And he healed him. When a synagogue ruler whose daughter was dying came for him, Jesus stopped. And he went with him. And he healed her. When a leper came to Jesus, he stopped. And he healed him. This God of creation who entered creation also went to the cross to serve. Jesus experienced rejection and abandonment and injustice and pain. He suffered, he died, and he rose again. He rose again on the first day, a blessed day, a holy day, the day of resurrection, the Sabbath of a new age. Jesus lives. And through him, God conquered sin. Through him, God conquered death. And he did so for you. To heal you. To heal your sin-filled heart, giving you forgiveness. To heal your restless heart, giving you peace. He did so to open your eyes. To open your eyes that you might see, truly see God the almighty, infinite, eternal creator. So that you see that the one who fades, who disappears in the busyness of life, your life is a God of love. For the one who spoke creation into being is the father of Jesus Christ. And through faith in him, you are his child. He gifts you rest, quiet, stillness, so that you stop and attend to and focus upon him. And as you focus on him, you remember who he is. You remember what he has done. You remember he is the creator who came in the flesh, seeking you out to save you in Jesus Christ. Rest in him. Rest from your labor in him. Rest while the world toils on around you. Rest your heart in him. Rest in his promises. 
Rest in his promise of forgiveness, his promise of life, his promise that he will be with you even to the end of the age. And this remembering leads to worship. This remembering is essential to worship. Again, the fourth commandment, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Remembering the day points to the one who gifted the day. Remembering him and his works leads to worship. Worship is part of your rest, which is why you are here this morning. And through rest, you can return to your labors renewed. Through rest, you can return to your busyness renewed. You can return with proper focus. You can return with right perspective. Creation's in God's hands. The world's in God's hands. You are in God's hands. Through Jesus Christ, you belong to him. And your father is with you in your busyness. He's with you in your restless heart. And he gifts you rest. And this holy rest offers you a taste of eternity. This holy rest gives you a taste of heaven. In Genesis chapter one, creation is framed by six days. And at the end of every day, there's a refrain. There was evening and there was morning the first day. There was evening and there was morning the second day. And this refrain occurs for every single day, but the seventh, it's not repeated on the seventh day. Rest continues. For there is the promise of eternal rest here at the dawn of creation. And our New Testament reading from Hebrews is about rest. Listen to verse nine from that passage again. So then there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. Now, the argument in the book of Hebrews is this. When God's people were released from bondage in Egypt, they were heading toward the promised land. There they would have rest. There they would have God-given rest. And right before they were to enter, as they sat on the banks of the Jordan River, Joshua, who was leading them, reminded God's people. He spoke these words. They're found in Joshua chapter 1, verse 13. Remember the word that Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, saying, The Lord your God is providing you a place of rest and will give you this land. Again, entering the promised land meant rest. God was providing a place of rest, rest from their wandering, rest from their bondage, rest in him. And God's people did enter the promised land. But they didn't find that rest. They did not enter into that rest. There were periods of rest, yes. But it wasn't a complete rest. Why is that? Because they didn't remember. They forgot God. They took their eyes off him. They took their focus off him. Their hearts were restless and their hearts followed after other gods. Well, since God's promises are always true, Hebrews says that this promised rest actually points to the future. It points to your future. Rest. A future that when your life is complete, that you will follow your Savior. You will follow Jesus into the promised land. And there you will find eternal rest in God. There you will find holy rest. Rest from your labors. Rest from your calendar. 
Rest from pain, rest from sorrow, rest from worry, rest from anxiety, rest from fear, complete rest, heavenly rest with the other saints who have gone on before you. Rest, God's gift to you now gift from creation, a gift that points you to him, a gift that gives hope, a gift in imitation of the God who rested on the seventh day. Thank you for tuning in to Witness, a ministry of Covenant Presbyterian Church in Jackson, Mississippi. 